Uh, this is Jonathan Healy on News Talk Lunchtime. Our Money Doctor John Lowe is with us as well. His website's moneydoctor.ie and he writes a column in the Sunday Business Post as well. John, you're very welcome Hi, to the you, studio. Yeah, great. Your Cypriot equivalent is probably inundated with queries and questions about deposits um, at the moment. It is a frightening well, scenario know, for I, I, those I'm not, who are... I'm not really um, worried in terms of Ireland. I mean, they are they are talking about cont- contagion and uh, Enda Kenny has already come out and said, look, uh, Cyprus is a completely different, unique situation and we can be nothing like their point two of um, you know the, the kind of the growth of uh, European um, kind of uh, kind of funding uh, so therefore they're a very small amount uh, uh, in the whole scheme of things but at the same time you know the idea that they can access uh, what five point uh, you know eight billion uh, and ask the Cypriot people uh, our Cypriot accounts to actually pay out of their own accounts uh, I, I think that um, you know, they are going to bring in the rule about 100,000. And I, I keep saying to people, if I had more than 100,000 in any deposit account, even here in Ireland, I'd be taking it out uh, if it's not a joint account. You know, a joint account, 200,000. But in Cyprus, it looks as if they're going to be levying that um, it'll probably be 15.9%. And they're saying now anyone below on 20 grand. Over. Yeah, and anyone below 20 grand isn't going to pay anything at all. Oh, 100,000, Jonathan. Yeah. It, it, it looks like 100,000. And yeah. if there is, it'd be a, mar- a minimal amount. But it's still... Um, it's still uh, painful to, to to see that they're doing this. We'll get the latest from Nicosi a little bit later in the programme, but it gave rise to, in my mind, Brian Lenehan, the late Brian Lenehan's nightmare scenario, and it's been repeated by a few ministers in this government, is yeah. that the ATM stopped working. Now, I know the ATM stopped working for a different reason in Cyprus, <laughs> but still, that that was what was presented to the people of Cyprus, and yeah. that made it incredibly difficult. Well, as I say, they are a completely different case, uh, Jonathan. You couldn't compare that with, and they're blaming Germany, you know, for, for bringing this on. But, um, um, I think that, you know, Cyprus, uh, as again, it's, it's a completely different political situation. And I don't think that um, Ireland could anywhere be, we're, we're the, we're the pin-up boys of Europe. Well, for now, um, I'm sure that could change <laughs> at some stage if we do something wrong. Um, let's talk about drugs and the, the cost of drugs, because we had a question from Ryan um, in, and he was saying, Regeneric meds I order online through Chemist Direct UK. Um, 12 cent per tablet versus 1 euro here it's a massive mm. saving on a 6 month prescription of 180 tablets we'll come back to Ryan's issue in a moment yeah. but the Sunday Business Post had this survey yesterday where they were yeah. showing the cost of drugs uh, in Britain and yeah. the cost of drugs in Ireland yes. or indeed in the north and the markup is Incredible. Well, we even found out, remember the, the listener who wrote in and she went down, ran to four uh, pharmacists in Ireland, let alone go in the north, Jonathan, and she found that there was a difference on her drugs uh, prescription of 33 euros. It was 105 euros as opposed to 72. And uh, so, I mean, that was just in Ireland. Uh, here, and uh, I think Susan Mitchell, who wrote this article in Sunday Business Post, um, you know, you have things like um, sumatripin, uh, triptan, uh, which is a uh, four euros and five cents up in the north. That's for migraines. Uh, yeah, and they and they pay sixty two to sixty three euros uh, in in here down in Ireland, fifteen times. Even um, atorvastatin, which is a, a Lipitor kind of for high cholesterol, cholesterol yeah. twelve times. I mean, it is scandalous. And, and I think really the question to ask is, for instance, the HSE for that particular tablet uh, for for uh, is eighteen euros twenty two uh, cents. They are paying for it. 
Why are they paying such a high There's no cost? magic kick in the tablet that's sold in Ireland no, it's exactly compared to the, the one same. sold in the north. It's exactly the same. So, but why why are the HSE paying this kind of money? That's what needs to be asked, and nobody seems to be asking that question. Uh, it's, there's not a tax on it, for instance. I wouldn't think there's a levy on it that's going into the exchequer funds, you know. Well, they're um, playing for themselves half the time, so that would be ultimately self-defeating if they were levelling a massive tax on it when it's the state that's buying the drug. Absolutely. And, and as you said earlier, they're exporting it uh, because that, that's one of our success stories is the pharmaceutical industry here in Ireland. Yeah, you know? half, of it, half of it is exported to be re-imported and, and yeah. sold on. As far as Ryan is cost. concerned, you know. Um, well, yeah, the thing about buying drugs online, and we always have the alarm yeah. bells and we always go to our spam on all the drugs that are listed there. Now, I don't know this company, uh, Chemist Direct UK, but obviously Ryan uh, Ryan has a better insight and he trusts them and it is, mm. it's the same drug that he's yeah. getting. I'd imagine you just have to be very careful, don't you? I mean... I think uh, buying anything online uh, because I am, I don't know about you, but I'm inundated with spam of, fine, you know, heavy, apart from these type of drugs, but there's also Viagra and all sorts of other things that you can get online. And I wouldn't, um, as I say, uh, touch them with a barge pole. Yeah, um, but we, ha- we have a pharmacist in Uri who's been telling us that, that they have customers coming from Cork yeah. even to avail of cheaper drugs. Yeah. And many of them have been becoming regulars. And the, the pharmacists are now allowed in Northern Ireland to fill prescriptions from mm. doctors in the Republic. Um, and then you've got advertising in border counties then to bring yeah. business across the border what, to get what, the cheaper what, what, price. What you could find, Jonathan, is those, some of those customers, for instance, you go up there, you, you find out the person is bona fide and they've got a, a huge saving, like, you know, huge savings, 15 times. And then they find out they've got a, a website or they've got the facility to be able to, be able to post it. Um, and now you're in a completely different market because then, you, you know, you can... Uh, proven that this is the source is the right source so why not use then this source and save yourself money it is all about at the end of the day getting value and uh, you know I think that uh, without pardoning the pun uh, taking steps to remedy uh, what this anomaly down here is sooner rather than later and we need political action I think on that Okay let's get to some of the questions that have come in from our listeners John um, Hello Money Doctor uh, says Carolyn Navin I have a self-administered pension that is primarily a buy to let with some cash that is paying the shortfall in the mortgage I'm paying about €1,500 Euro per year in fees and even though there is little input required from the trustee company how can I end this arrangement and have one that doesn't require such annual payments Well I have to say Carl in this case I mean there's a huge amount of compliance and administration in these uh, small cell administered pension schemes or as they call them self-directed trusts you've got revenue pensions board uh, the member uh, himself or herself the account fees reporting to lender uh, rent collection all those things and loan monitoring so um, the first point is the rent is not covering the mortgage so my second point would be because it's in uh, this kind of SSAP there is no tax on the rental income that actually defeats the purpose Jonathan because generally you might buy a property in these these kind of pensions where uh, you have the property in the fund and all the rent then because there's no mortgage on it is tax free but if you've got um, a, a mortgage on it 75% of that mortgage is, is allowable outside of a pension against the tax relief of it so it defeats the purpose um, the third thing is that there's no capital gains and outside of the structure you'd pay capital gains on any gain but this person's not going to gain it so maybe worth considering selling the property and paying off the debt mm. that's maybe uh, Carl's best uh, solution James in Dublin has a question he's got 15 grant to invest at the moment but would like to have access to a portion of it in case of an emergency could you recommend a good option for him? 15,000 James I would have to say that sounds like the size of your rainy day fund uh, unless you, 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 you have other monies or you don't need this for any particular reason it sounds like you are 
you know, going to I need access to this in some shape or form. I mean, the Leeds Building Society have a 90 day notice account offers 3%, Jonathan. Uh, demand accessible notice. The Leeds Again, Building Society. Leeds Building Society, yeah. Are they here? Yeah, they're here. Okay. Yeah, and the UK nationwide, the, the two main building societies here. Um, KBC, not 2.96, again, they're at, uh, at the top of the demand, means in today, out tomorrow. You know, say, it's a same day notice, even, in fact. And then uh, Rabo directed 2.75. So the, the amount is too little to consider, you know, looking at stock market options or other alternatives. Um, you know, I, I mentioned earlier a rock and roll memorabilia um, auction this coming Sunday where you can go and buy an Elvis Presley uh, uh, record, which is the, the original acetate made in 1954, Jonathan, for 50 to 70,000 euro. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if James is an Elvis <laughs> fan. I, if you'd 15 grand in your pocket, anyway, I know you where need, you'd be he, going. James, James needs to be liquid and therefore keep it in cash, uh, but keep it in um, an interest-bearing account. Okay. There's not a lock of Elvis's hair inside in the <laughs> sleeve of that record. Um, Kevin and Nace, can you ask the money doctor if going interest only on a mortgage for six months, will it affect your credit rating? If you've restructured your mortgage, yes, it is. Unfortunately, it is noticed, uh, Jonathan, and it does affect it then, the credit rating. The only matter is uh, if, if you wish to borrow again and it is expensive. Explainable. I mean, if you go and, and you've got, uh, uh, you've, you've not been able to pay the capital, for instance, so you've asked for an extension for a year or six months, that is noted. And uh, and then if you, you know, have gone back then to this capital and interest structure, you're doing fine. And then maybe three years time, you're looking for another loan and this thing cro- crops up. You can then go and explain as to exactly what happened. Then r- borrow again. And Bob's your uncle. You should be you should be OK. Um, question. My wife pays into a private pension. A payment was taken from her wages, but it didn't reach her pension. It seems that it has not been paid by her employer. Who does she complain to? Sounds like fraud. <laughs> the guard. Garda. Uh, what would I do uh, is, is, first of all, uh, ask the employer why the deduction before you even start uh, accusing anybody of, of uh, fraud or getting the guards in. Uh, explain. Ask the employer why the deduction was taken from her wages and it didn't go to her pension. Uh, presumably the previous deductions did. Uh, there may be a rational explanation before uh, she jumps to conclusions. Give your employer way, employer leeway to explain. And if you don't get satisfaction from this route, I'm afraid it is the fraud squad. And next question is a listener who says, the money doctor said something. It's always dangerous when you say something. <laughs> I said something about tax-free on rental income up to around €10,000. Can you explain uh, yeah, this, it again? This. Because I have a property with an income of €900 a month. OK, this is the rent-a-room allowance, Jonathan. You know, where if you have a, a property and you've got at least one spare bedroom... You can actually get somebody in there and give you up to 833 euros a month and it's tax free. So it's 10,000 you're eligible uh, to get. Uh, and you can actually, you know, put it in your return. That yeah, you're but you have to live 10, with 000. the lodger, though. The lodger yeah. has to be in the, the property. Only, only, only problem was in the good old days, you know, when, when, when they were looking for all sorts of income to try and uh, make you eligible for a loan. Uh, I remember one uh, guy coming to me and he had um, he wanted this rented room allowance to be included in his income. I said, how can I do that? You're living in a, a one-bedroom apartment. Are you thinking of living in the balcony? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's always an option. Uh, the Irish weather might pr- pr- stop you from doing that. But if it's a property that's just a separate property and you're if, not living in that, you can't Oh, no, no. That's that, called, yeah. that's just rent. That's just straightforward okay. tenants and leasing. One and last quick one. If my husband's earning 60 grand a year and I'm claiming my stamps, do I have to pay tax on my money and how could this affect claiming medical expenses? You know, I looked at this question and uh, I, I don't really understand it because uh, she, the husband's earning 60,000 a year. The claiming, um, and it's got a G there, my stamps, do I have to pay tax on my money? Well, um, what is she earning? That's 
what I don't understand. It doesn't state in this question what she's earning and how could this affect a claiming. I, I would think that 60,000, if the husband's on 6,000, even if she wasn't claiming uh, doing anything, that would put her over the limit for claiming uh, medical ex- expenses. I assume that um, she's talking about just the 20% medical expenses each year that, you know, the med one, med two mm. forms. And she's eligible to do that. And in fact, you can go back four years um, if if you haven't claimed medical expenses, even, you know, uh, like four years ago, which would be what, 2009, you can, you, can, you can claim back those four years. Okay. John Lowe, our money doctor, thank you very much for coming in to talk to us, sir. We'll uh, have you in again next week. If you want to get a question now for next week, there's a few we didn't get to there. We'll get to them perhaps next week. But if you want to add to the list, 53106 for a cost of 30 cents, you can email us lunchtime at newstalk.ie. Um, Wayne, on the issue of parking, says, why can't the system be that you get a ticket, then you pay as per minute, no matter how long you are? The other way is getting double paid if you're leaving early and um, we live in a technological age it should be easy enough to do that and Adrian by email says you should be able to pay for your parking through text message and extend the parking through text as they do in other countries I know you can do that in train stations not sure if there's any public parking um, on the street that you can do that uh, listeners might let us know to 53106 for a cost of 30 cent uh, this is News Talk Lunchtime with Jonathan Healy broadcasting from our Dublin studios today in a moment we'll cross to Nicosia in Cyprus to get the latest on the situation there and we cross to our man in Washington ahead of the centrepiece of the Taoiseach's visit to the States. He's meeting Barack Obama in the White House, but there's a lot going on aside from the handing over of the Bowl of Shamrock.